Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. 2 Timothy chapter 4. I'm excited where God has taken us, and I'm excited where we're going, and we're going there. In my first answer, no man stood with me, but all, but all men forsook me. I pray, God, that I may not be laid to their charge. Notwithstanding, the Lord stood, notwithstanding, but the Lord stood with me. He strengthened me. Timothy said, and Paul told Timothy that by me, the preaching might be fully known. That all the Gentiles might hear, and I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Today I want to preach this topic, and it's going to get a little emotional today, and I pray I can move you and stir you, because I'm here to tell you I'm tired of sitting around the fire. Time to get to work. Get to work. Father, we love you today. Thank you for your mighty mercy and grace. Because, Lord, Father, if it wasn't for your mercy and grace, I, I would not be here today. And I thank you for the blood that covers my sins. Because if those sins were still alive, the punishment of sin is death. And because of your blood, you give me life. And you take away that curse. And I thank you, Father, for your mighty power and your mighty work. In Jesus' name, bless these wonderful people who's come out on a cold day. And I pray, I pre, I plead, I plead your blood over their vehicles, over their bodies, their soul, their spirit on the way home. Give safety angels to them and protect them. In your mighty name we pray. Everybody said it in the name of Jesus. If you love him, you've already showed it. Show him one more time. Somebody edify the name of the Lord. You can be seated. When someone changes, saint of God, and hear me now, and I want everybody to listen to what I'm fixing to say before I get on. When somebody is enduring, the, I mean, really hunger to change, and they begin to strive to change, are you hearing me? And they step out to change. You cannot judge them as long as they're changing in the boundaries of God's word. So if you judge them, now y'all ain't listening. Somebody in the back, front, middle, you ain't listening. Because when you judge somebody that's changing in the boundaries of God's word and you judge them, you become a judgmental person. Now, I know you don't understand what I just said. If somebody changes their life and it's in the boundaries of God's word and you judge them, you become a judgmental person. You hear me? So if somebody's changing, I applaud them to help their lives and to grow. You go for it. God's always, God always will give us understanding about his spirit and anointing every time that we seek him. We can understand that he is with us. He gives us clear understanding in the word that he is. He'll manifest himself. He will manifest himself in our lives uh, as we step out and live for him. It is not revealed. His spirit is not revealed in our lives by just sitting and waiting on something to happen. 
Brother Jody said the other night, we was doing some recording here, and me and him, Brother Josh and Brother Matt, he said something that stuck with me. He heard a song, an old song, Oh, pass me not, O gentle Savior. That's not even scriptural. I begin to think about it, oh, pass me by. That mentality has been in Pentecost so long that that's all people want to do is sit there and pray that God don't pass them by. The Holy Ghost spoke to me after he said that in prayer. And the Bible said, God said, I am omnipresent. God dwells everywhere at the same time. He never passes nobody. Blind Bartimaeus heard that he was coming to town and blind Bartimaeus didn't sing the song, Oh, pass me by, oh, gentle Savior. No, blind Bartimaeus needed a healing and knew that the Lord was coming by. He got on his feet and began to cry out, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. So you don't need to wait on God to come to you. You need to get yourself to your feet and begin to say, Hey, thou son of David, David, have mercy on me. It's not revealed by just sitting. God's word tells us in 2 Kings 20, Hezekiah was unto death. The prophet Isaiah came to him, came to him and tells him, God said, sit your house in order. Thou shall die. Immediately, somebody shout immediately. He didn't wait to tomorrow. He didn't wait to next week. He didn't wait next month. He didn't wait six months down the road. But immediately he got busy right there. You ain't got time to wait to tomorrow. Your life is fading away. My life's fading away. We're not promised tomorrow. So why are you wait? Why in God's name are you keep waiting? But the Bible said immediately he turns to the wall and he begins to pray to the Lord. You can't sit there and wait. It's time to arise. Come on, I know it's cold and you may be sitting home all week, but I ain't been home all week. I've been out and about doing the things I need to do to grow my life and to grow into God. You can't let the world and weather shut you down from seeking God. You got to seek Him right where you are. Somebody praise Him right now. I think it's a punt meal field goal. You ready for this? You tell me you ain't got time? Well, I know that's a lie because a lot of you been standing on the phone. That's all you've been on. There we go, baby. Get up. Begin to move and make a change in your life. It's time, saints of God, to get busy working for what we need from God and to alter our lives. You've got to turn to the wall. Somebody shout, turn to the wall. That is, you've got to get up from your position and put yourself in place that will make a change come to your life. You've got to put yourself in a position. Okay, now, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't around no dead spirits. I ain't doing that. You got to get your lazy behind up out of no good, no doing nothing and say, hey, it's time to get to work. I ain't going to sit here and die. I ain't going to be like this forever because God Almighty has given me a chance to attain that spiritual place that I see and I desire. Why sit here and waste my life away when God, when God has more for me? Does anybody in the house want more from God? Does anybody in the house want a breakthrough? Does anybody in the house want a divine change? 
you listen to me right now in the Holy Ghost. It's time to get up from your position. You, you've got to turn. You've got to turn to the wall. Hezekiah, he falls down and he turns to the wall and he tells God, I've lived right. I've done right. He began to weep before God. What are you doing before God that would cause a change? If he had sit there, he would have died right there. How many of you took time in the cold weather, locked up in the house? How many of you, don't raise your hand. How many of you picked your Bible up and went away and just read personally, but just you and God? How many has picked a book up and began to educate yourself and grow in knowledge? How many has listened to three or four our podcasts? Well, I've listened to many you wouldn't believe. Podcast and encourage you and give you direction and strength. How many has got down and sought God? How many? Oh, no, I, I haven't. I just sit and recline and watch TV and popcorn and eat sandwiches and food all week. You see, we got to break away from that stinking normal life and get into place. Hey, I got some time. I need to put myself in a position and cause myself to grow. Come on, church. We're going to live forever. And don't you tell me God ain't going to bless you. You ain't waiting on God. God's waiting on you to get up. God's waiting on you to break away from where you are and obtain what's yours. Somebody shout, it's mine. Somebody shout, it's mine. Somebody shout, it's mine. What are you doing? If he had just sat there, it would have had, he would have died there. Somebody shout, died there. He just, <laughs> that's it, baby, preach with me. He desired, he desired to live. It's quieter than a mouse licking us. I said, he desired to live. I'm not falling in your trap. I'm not falling in that spirit today. Let's just say it's cold. We ain't got to do nothing. You lazy. You don't want no more. You done said it in your mind. I read, I'm reading a book the other day and I always Google and see you can grow when you start looking for stuff. Seek, you shall find, knock, and shall be open. Ask, you shall receive. And every once in a while, I'll get on Google and I'll say, what is the new, what is the newest leadership book? And it pops up and I'll get them. What is the new training in physical? What is the new knowledge? And they'll pop up and I'll read it. And I read something so simple, so profound. I shared it this morning. Reading about a guy, and I'm going to tell the ones I'm over this morning, you need to get this book. I ain't going to buy it for you because if I buy it for you, you won't read it. But if you buy it, you'll read it because you paid for it. So I, 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 he said something that was kind of got in my spirit. He said, me and my brother was walking down the road one day and we were on the beach and we see this thing taped off. We go there and there's turtle eggs. And they said, don't touch. And if you touch, uh, outside could kill what's within. And, and he walked away and he said, later on that day, it hit him in his spirit. He said, life was, comes from it, within it outwardly. It don't come outwardly, inwardly. He said, if we'd have broke it, we'd kill life. But life comes from within the egg. So your life comes from within you. If you want a better life, it comes from within you. It don't come from without you. For whatsoever a man thinketh, so is he. How many in this house want a better life? How many want a better future? How many wants a better tomorrow? How many wants a better career? How many wants a better job? How many wants a better home? I'm gonna shout the Holy Ghost right now. We gotta get up off our do nothing. And we gotta say it's my time. Somebody shout it's my time. Say it's my time. 
Say it's my time. Say it's my time. You hear me now? He desired to live. How bad do you want to live? To live to have a better spiritual life. To live to have a better physical life. To live to have a better prosperity. You've got to get hungry for a change. I'm talking about you've got to get hungry. Somebody shout hungry. You got to get hungry. I said you got to get hungry. And I rebuke this spirit because I feel it right now. I can see it on some of you. And I'm getting tired of seeing and hearing and hearing that spirit. Oh, I'm too old. I'm too out of shape. That's a lie from hell. I done gone too far. I'm too broke. That's a lie from hell. With God. I said with God. I can't hear you. With God. All things are possible. You got the help you need to get what you want. You got to get with God. Somebody shout it's mine. Shout it's mine. Shout it's mine. I ain't hearing it. You hear me? I see a destination in the Holy Ghost like I've never seen before for this church. I see it and I'm going there. You hear me? You've got to get hungry. You hear this? What I'm fixing to say. What you look for, you find. You've got to look for change. You've got to search. You've got to Google. You Google for everything else. You've got to get books. You've got to seek counselors. You've got to see advisors and coaches. The Bible said Hezekiah, he sought God. Seek and you shall. You shall find. Hezekiah did not desire to die where he was. Is anybody desiring to die right where you at? Oh, this is the way I'll die. This is where I'll die. Not me, baby. Life happens sometimes and throws a bad thing in your life you didn't ask for. Come on, you didn't ask for it. You didn't seek for it. It just came in your life. But I'm here to tell you, I don't believe there's a person in this room that desires to die right where you're at. Come on, I I put it in my wife all the time, me and her talk. We go, oh baby, there's more for you. There's more for our house. There's more for our marriage. There's more for our life. We're gonna die like this. We're gonna fight. We're gonna work. We're gonna pray. We're gonna fast. We're gonna read the word. We're gonna reach for more. Sit there, lady. Sit there, sir, and die right where you are. Somebody shout more. Shout, there's more. I want you to out shout the devil right now. Give him a praise. Shout, there's more. Bible said he sought God. He sought God. And he sought for an answer. Oh, hear me now. 2 Kings 20. Bible said it came to pass. As Isaiah was going out on the side of the middle of court, that the word of the Lord came to him saying, Hezekiah would, would have never moved God. He would have never, never, never moved God if he would have sat there and accepted the bad words. It ain't over. I'm going to say this in a kind way, but I'm going to say it straight. Ma'am, you wouldn't be so grippy and grumpy and sharp if you'd listen when God's speaking. Sir, you wouldn't have a bad attitude 
you would have a doubt or fear if you'd sit and listen to what God's telling you. And he's telling you for a reason to have a time to change. I'm here to tell you right now, some of you, you can't even fathom what God has in store for you. Some of you see yourself like right here, but I see in the Holy Ghost things far down the road in your life that's much greater than what you're seeing right now. But oh, you say, it won't change because look at my house, look at my marriage, look at my family, look at my life. I don't care what kind of hell you living in. I'm talking about a God that can walk in a graveyard and speak to the dead and they come alive. I'm talking about a miracle, working God. Come on, church, get yourself up in the spirit and say, I'm gonna after it, I'm gonna go after it. I see it happening in the Holy Ghost. He sought for an answer. For God to show, for God to show his spirit and power, for God to show his spirit and his power in his life, you've got to move yourself. Oh, pass me by, oh, gentles. You want God to come and just give you everything, but it ain't going to happen. That mentality is going to die in this church. I'm here to tell you now, as long as I'm the pastor, that spirit's going to be dead. We're going to learn that if you seek God, you're going to find him. We're going to learn if we ask God, you're going to hear him. And we're going to learn, Brother Jim, when we knock, he's going to answer. But we got to get up from where we are and got to get busy. Somebody shout, get busy. Say, get busy. Say, I got to get busy today. Say, I got to outwork the devil. I got to outpray the devil. I got to outworship the devil. I got to outgive the devil. I got to do it today. Does anybody want the blessings of heaven to open up on your life, your family, your health, your wealth? If you do, praise him. You want God's spirit? And power to pee on your life. In your adversity, situation, affliction, and battle, you got to pray and fast and seek God. You want better health? Start walking, running, doing something. God was street. Oh, I'm going to sit here and God's going to give me better health. See, that's the de- God will strengthen you. He'll strengthen you. I said he'll strengthen you. He's not a liar. In 2 Corinthians 14, 4, he that prayeth in an unknown tongue, he edifies, he strengthens. I told the men of the night here, I said, man, I've loved this week. Nobody's bothered me. Just me and Jesus has been here working all week. I said, I got so much to preach. Well, it's about to, I had to get out and just move and do something. I had to go to the gym two or three times a day. I, I got I to gotta do something because, you know, some of us, oh, it's cold and I want to sit right here in the fire. I don't want to do nothing. You got to get rid of that stinking mentality, that devil, that lie from the flesh and the spirit telling you gone too far. That's a lie. You are a born-again child of the mighty God. You're covered in his blood. You're filled with the Holy Ghost. You've got the angels of heaven and all heaven working for you. Greater is he. 
I said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I, I, I ain't, ain't going to live there. You say, well, my husband want to do it. My wife, I don't care what they don't do. You do it yourself. Somebody shout amen. God will strengthen you. He's not a liar. You'll see God manifest himself in your life. Setters, you hear me, setters, all you setters will never, never, never see Hezekiah as he's seen his life. Never, Brother Jim, had it happened. You want to receive, you want to rise to that next level in your life, you got to turn to the wall. In 2 Kings 20, in verse 5 and 6 will tell us this. Turn again. And tell Hezekiah, captain of my people, said the Lord, the God of David, the Father, that I have heard thy prayer, and I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will heal thee. And on the third day thou shalt go up into the house of the Lord. Uh-huh. You're going to go up. Somebody shout, he's going to go up. God's telling him what to do. And I will add in the days 15 years, and I'll deliver thee and thy city out of the hand of the Assyrian. God said, I'm not only going to give you 15 years, but I'm going to deliver you out of the hand of your enemy." Somebody ought to magnify God. He's telling you the devil and hell that's fighting you, if you get busy, you're going to cause God to fight for you. Listen, rest of it. And I will defend thy city for my own sake and for the servant David's sake. You ready? Somebody said he'll fight for me. God added 15 years to his life. Promised him deliverance. How many, how many in the house today desires and hunger, 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 hunger today for that next level in life? 15 of us. I'm going to ask you, how many? Somebody shout, it's mine. You see, we, we want to follow, but we don't want to uh, participate. Yeah. I'm here to tell you. Let me tell you what I see as a pastor. I see people hooked on drugs, alcohol, messed up lives. You couldn't imagine homosexuals, all kind of people walking up in here in the power of the Almighty that fall on them and they'll hear a message that you can come out of that life and you can have strength. Instead, we won't be hearing, oh, pass me by, oh, gentleness, and sitting there and never, it, my God, if he's ever passed you, you still ain't got a smile. What are you waiting on? He ain't going to put a smile on your face. You got to smile yourself. Come on, somebody. You know what you ought to do? And I read this other day. You ought to be smiling that you're alive today, not at a trauma unit, not at a hospital, not at a fuel home, not by something bad in your life. You need to smile and say, thank God I'm alive and I'm here. And I also know the spirit. Some of you say, oh, I wish he'd talk about the health. I don't like, I'll eat my cornbread and my beans and all that. I don't give a care. I don't care. I just, I'm going to eat it. I don't care. Then I'm going to promise you something in the Holy Ghost. You go ahead, you're going to suffer in the end. Years ago, old brother Guy was here, and the Holy Ghost was moving on me to preach health here. I had some attack me, recul- rec- I mean, attack me, but saying, we'll eat what I want. I eat all the candy I want. I said it. But they suffered in their health. And the old prophet looked at me. He said, shut your mouth right now because the judgment fell on this church. 
He said, those who don't hear the word of God will suffer punishment. I'm coming to you screaming today in the Holy Ghost. It's like a man said, he asked, why are you screaming at us? He said, I'm trying to scare all the excuses away. I'm trying to scare them all away. You ain't going to point your finger at me when I know what I know and tell me it ain't there. I'm here to tell you mighty God in Christ can be able to give you anything in your life. He'll give you a new home. He'll give you a new job. He'll give you a new life. He'll give you a new future. How many of this house deserves a miracle? You have to refuse. Somebody shout, I have to refuse to accept where you are now for your final destination. Because of his movement, he manifested God. He manifested God. He manifested God's power and ability. Even after God promised him deliverance from his enemy, and he give extra years. You know what he was told? He was told by the prophet Isaac, Isaiah. He said, now, since I've given you years, I'm going to tell you how to be healed. He said, go take lumps of figs and put it on your boil, and you'll be healed. Where do you get that you ain't got to do nothing to heal yourself? Where you get it at? I'll tell you where you get it at. You get around people you hang around. Some of you need to listen to our podcast called Strategies of Life. I know you're not because you're scared to listen to it because you know how what I'm going to tell you. Remember Josh and Brother Jody and Brother Matt was talking. you got to understand this, saints of God. you got to hear me. I see you greater than you are. That's how you look at me. Really? Yeah. I see you greater than you really are. You really do? Yeah. But the problem is your brain. Your brain is hooked up on what you associate with. The voices, the people's attitude, the people's mentality, what you read, what you listen to, who you talk to. So it's limited you where you're at. You may have a spouse that says, I don't care what he says. I'm happy right where I'm at. Complacency will cause a sleepiness to come on you that you will never try any better and you will die there. But I'm here to tell anybody in this house today that's hungry for God, the power and ability in their life, I'm here to tell you there's, great more, there's greater things for you if you start to move. Somebody shout, it's mine. I'm going to speak some things. Brother Joseph, there's greater things coming to your house. Your life, I see it. Come on, Brother Nick, there's greater things coming in your life. Brother David, there's greater things coming to you and Sister Tanya. Brother Atkins, Sister Vicky, prayers are going to be answered. Family's going to be touched. Brother Josh, the window's going to be open. Brother Jim, miracles are going to happen. I see a breakthrough, Brother Roy. I see a revival, Maldice, Sister Mary. I see it in the Holy Ghost. I see Anybody hearing anything? I come for a cold little sermon. Well, baby, this has been cooking all week. It's been hot. 
you got it right, Brother Jim. I come to church. I didn't come to sit here and be tickled on the ear. Hezekiah had to, he had to, to move. Somebody shouted, he had to move to improve. He had to go get some fig leaves. They had to go out and get fig leaves. They had to go out and get fig leaves. They had to go out and get fig leaves. They had to go out and get fig leaves. And put it on that board to heal it up. Somebody said, what, did you take a cold bath this week? No, I went and dove in the snow and rolled. I was running while you was warming. Why are you doing that stuff for you? I'm pushing my mind and my body outside the comfort zone because the will, your will will tell you never to move and never to be challenged. That's why God says we got to fast. You know why you don't fast? Because your flesh dominates your will. I'm here to tell you, God, I can feel prophecy coming on me. I'm here to tell you, if you will move with me in the Holy Ghost, you're going to obtain greater things for your house, your life, your marriage, your future. I see abundance of riches. I see abundance of blessing waiting down the road. I see things coming like you ain't never seen. But we got to move. Come on, folks. We got to move in the Spirit. We got to chase after it. We got to pray until it comes, fast until it falls, and seek till we find it. Somebody praise him right now. Let me hurry. James 2 and 14. Yeah, I feel him. James 2 and 14. James 2 and 14. James 2 and 14 tells us this in the word of God. What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and have not works? That word works there is an interpreter. It means labor. If you don't have labor... Your faith's in vain. James 2 and 17 tells us this. Tells us that if faith, even so faith, if it have not labor, it's dead. Being alone. Come on. When you make the move, you've got to be focused on what you need. It takes hunger to go after it. You've got to break out of the norm and into the place that you have a desire for. Somebody shout, break out. In 2 Kings 4, it tells a story of the Shemanite woman who was promised a son because of her generosity to the prophet. One day the dad brings him in and said, he's not feeling well, lays her in her lap, and he dies. After her husband brings him in, instead of sitting there, and come on, listen to me, some of you. The Spirit's on some of you right now. The Spirit of comfort. Gary, bring me a chair over here. Wow, God. Instead of sitting there, you ready? Thank you, Brother Garrett. Stay right there with me. Instead of sitting there and saying, God, my promise is dead. My promise is dead. You promised me. God, it died. I can feel in the Holy Ghost and see it on some of you. Reason finances is collapsed because you ain't been faithful in tithing and offering. So I said, Pastor, you know, I've been off this week. We're going to have a pledge next week. I'll have to go to work. Uh, Someone was talking to me here at the church. And I said, let me, let me, let me, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going to do our pledge because you're going to go on vacation. Won't you cancel that vacation? She didn't sit there, Sister Vicky. She didn't sit there and accept the death. Come on, folks. You can't sit there and accept the death. 
Brother Jim, woman, ever tell you I come in here and I pray? I walk back in that corner and so I say, Lord, I don't accept that. Oh, y'all don't know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about Sister Darlene. I don't accept that. We got to say in our life, has anybody got a place in your life you want to point your finger and say, I'm not going to accept that? You know what you ought to do today is stand up in the Holy Ghost and point your finger in that spirit's face. I will not accept this. I will not accept this spirit. I will not accept this in my life. It's going to take some work, but I ain't going to accept this place. I know it can be better. God loves me more. Now I'm going to give you an answer. Now I'm going to give you an answer. You ready? After her husband brought him in, instead of sitting there, she knew she, she knew to see her son again alive, she had to make a move towards the prophet. To see whatever you need come back in your life, you've got to make yourself make a move. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Say, make a move. But the problem is you're feeling stinking sorry for yourself because you got yourself there. Life happened and put you there. You can't just sit there because life put you there or you put yourself there. You've got to say, hey, I don't accept this. I don't accept this place. I don't accept it. Somebody shout, I don't accept it. She said, I ain't going to accept this. What you need will not come to you. You've got to get up and go after it. That's where you will find God. That's where you're going to find him. The lady laid him down. He, she got up. You ready? And she got her things together. You got to get your things together. I'm going to meet with my SLTC members in a little bit. I'm going to see how much you read this week. I don't know if you fast. I want to know if you read. I ain't going to hear no excuses. I ain't no excuse. You know what? The ones I'm over, you're going to read some books. It may take you a year to read one book. But the problem is, we're never going to go there unless we get things together. The, follow me. I'm going to help you out. To make the trip, to obtain what you need, you've got to get things together. To see God's ability. I'm talking about seeing God's ability and the power to work in your life. You've got to get things together. To get where you need to be, you, you, you got, you've got to take a trip. Somebody shout, take a trip. Say, get ready. Say, get ready for the trip. You've got to get up and get things together. Say, it's time to get up. Get things together. Where do you need God's ability and power to manifest in your life? Where do you need it today? Where do you need it to manifest? She gets a servant and a donkey. Tells her husband, we should take a trip. You've got to get things together. You've got to get things ready in your life to get to where you want to go spiritually, physically, financially. Say, get things together. You, wherever you want to go spiritually, you've got to get things together. Wherever you want to go physically, you got to get things together. Say, get it together. Say, get it together. 
When I couldn't get outside and, and do my walking and cardio and running, we got a bike in our back room, and I was sitting there watching. I was watching what I want, and I rode for an hour. I've been picking some of the oddest moments to do the oddest things. Why? Because it takes you out of character. You ain't going to tell me it can't happen. See, I'm challenging this morning. God's challenging. Some of you refusing because you want to die right where you want to die. You know why? Because you hooked on the stinking past. I ain't going to the past. I'm just to kick the devil in the teeth. Somebody said, well, the pastor's changing. I guess we're going charismatic. No, I'm improving my life because I don't want to look like you. I told someone the other day, and I'm going to tell the truth. I've been to three weeks. Three weeks. Three other people walked up to me. Oh, you're going bald. You're looking old. And my, I was very kind. And when I told a brother, he said, he got so mad, somebody in this church, he said, I'll tell you what, Pastor, tell them they're getting fat and their teeth look rotten. I go, I could have said it because they did. But I said, oh, thank you. If you ain't got good nothing good to say, shut your mouth. And, and I said, I'm already cock loaded. That gun about ready to fire. I said, I'm tired of taking insults. I'm going to start dishing them out. You better look in the mirror, baby. I ain't sitting around. So if I change in the banners of God and you talk about me, you're a gossiping, judgmental person. So I'm here to tell all of you that feel like, Pastor, I'd really like to step out, and I'm afraid. Don't you be here to step out and change your spirit. Whatever you got to do spiritually to, to forgive and let go, change it. Come on now. Somebody shout, get ready. Say, pack up. Get ready to move. Get ready to go. And I got news for you, and I told the boys the other night, I'm going to say this. You, you don't have to sacrifice God. You don't have to sacrifice truth. And you ain't got to sacrifice holiness to go obtain what God has for you. But that's how some people take if you change, you're doing it. You're done blind and you're unlearned. I'm here to tell you, God's got more for you. Sister Wayne's come. They about had enough. I told you, just staying in don't do me no good. Y'all better hope it melts. <laughs> I ain't sitting around and watching some 30 series or, or something on the, movie, on the TV. <laughs> uh-uh. You got to get things together. Say, get things together. Saying to God, are you willing to take a trip until you get there? How many knows this is a trip? Let me know it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a travel. <laughs> she goes and obtains the prophet to come to raise her son. Can I ask you something, saint of God? Are you willing to pray until it, till you hear? Fast until it breaks? Worship until it shakes? Walk until it's gone? And run until it changes? You got to get together. Hear me, please listen. You got to get things together. 
what will get you to the place of a miracle, a blessing, and a breakthrough. You got to be willing. I don't care how far the journey is. Can I ask you, you'd rather die, you'd rather hear somebody preach, oh, God loves you, he's going to get it done. Did I tell this here? I don't know if I told it. Preacher was preaching a few weeks ago, and he went to a night watch service, a friend of mine, and 12 preachers got up before him. They all said, God's going to do this in 2024. God's going to bless. God's going to do this and do it. God's going to do this. He said, I was the last one. He said, it was eating me up. He said, I got up. He said, oh, you lied. I said, you you my kind of man. He said, God ain't going to do nothing until you get yourself up and get after it. Oh, pass me, Bowger. He's been here. Jesus, the son of David. Oh, my, my, my. My. Say it's mine. Say get ready. We're taking a trip. I'm going to close. In my text, I read in 2 Timothy 4. What I just read in my text, Timothy is telling us that God's spirit and ability would show up in his life, showed up in his life when he stepped out and began to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. Now listen. He said God strengthened him. Was, his strength was not evident in his life until he stepped out. You hear what I said? That's what I read. Some are sitting waiting on God's ability and power to manifest. When God's strength and ability is waiting on you to go after it, you got to step out. What are you quiet for? Say, step out. Say, pack up. Get on the journey. God will show you himself when you move. He'll show it. Move, that means turn to the wall, Hezekiah. Do what will cause God to manifest himself. I love this verse, one of my favorite verses, Isaiah 43 and 2. But it hit me the other day as I was studying. When, say when. That means we're going to, don't it? When thou passest through the waters, that pass, what does that mean? That means stand still. Does that mean stand still? But Jimmy said, when thou pass through the water, I'll be with you. I don't believe Brother Patterson would have said, while you stood there, I'd be with you. What the prophet's saying, you got faith. If I keep moving, God's going to help me through it. And through the rivers thou shalt be overflowed. But when thou walkest 
walketh through the fire. Thou shall not be burned. You see, I'm going to say this very kindly. I'm going to say it strong. You find everything else you want. I said, you find everything else you want. Why don't you find that thing or that thing that help you change your life? The Shemanite mother could have given up on her dead baby. She got up, packed her things for a journey, and went after the prophet. And God saw her faith in her works. You can change the level of your life if you'll get up. God's ability and power, saints, will show up when you get up. Let's stand. Thank you. Saint of God, you've got to search for it. You've got to search for that healing, that miracle, that blessing. Standing where you are, you'll never reach the place to see God's ability and power manifest in your life. How many, how many can lift your hands and say, I listened this morning? Brother, saint of God, sister, young man, young girl, please listen. I beg you. I beg with everything in me. Please listen to me. I see in the Holy Ghost, my eyes spiritualize. I see things greater in your life. You mean you see? I sure do. So you're not going to come to me and tell me it's not there because I'm going to kindly tell you that's a lie. That's not true. Not going to hear it. And I shared it with the old prophet of the day. The Lord spoke to me. He says, as long as you change in my boundaries, no one can judge you. If they judge you, they become judgmental. And the curse is going to be on them. Oh, brother guy told me years, he said, let them talk about you when you're right. God will judge them. And I watched judgment after judgment fall. You don't, you don't talk. You don't, I'm here. How many, be honest with me, me and Jesus. How many can feel in the Holy Ghost that Jesus is trying to pull us to a new place in our lives? Brother Roy, I, I, I know you're 59, but you ain't seen all the good God has for you. You ain't seen it all. You know why I see more in your life? Because of your goodness. How good-hearted you are. How you love this church. You love me. How you love the souls. There's more for you. Sister Pat, I see more for you. Oh, this no, that ain't, that ain't how you're always going to be. If you can see what I see. Oh, no. I know you're 49. She looks 49. Yes, you do. But Steve, man, you're a good-looking 49-year-old dude. Can you say thank you? <laughs> say get ready. Pack your things. Say I'm headed for a journey. In closing, listen to what I'm fixing to say. Whatever you need to get there spiritually, Get your stuff together. You know what I'm talking about, don't you, Brother Paris? 
You need something physically? Say, get my things together. You need something financially? Get your things together. I think I sent this to all of my SLC members. And if you're on their team, ask them for this podcast about complacency. It's a powerful thing, is it not? Ask them about it. Let them send it to you. Powerful. What I need to listen to, you need to get your ears out of the junk that talks you down and leaves you behind. You need to listen to stuff that leads you forward. Come on. God will not fail you. He'll not fail you. He'll not fail you. Let's lift our hearts and hands. I feel him right now. Come on, lift our hearts and hands. Say, Lord, I'm going to pack. I'm going to get my things together. Because I know if I'll move, you're going to go with me and help me get it. I know you're going to help me, God, reach a higher level in the Holy Ghost and your spirit. I'm going to grow in you. Come on. God, you're going to help me, God, in my life. You're going to help my home. You're going to help my marriage. You're going to help my mind. Come on, come on, come on, come on. God, I feel him so strong. Come on. If the Lord spoke to you in closing, let's come and stand before the holy throne. Come on, come stand with me. Come stand quickly with me, please. We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.